Breakfast puppies? This podcast contains adult language and content and is meant for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> You're listening to The Glitter Boys. You know, I love Kevin Long, and you know that. Like, I, I have an abiding passion for that man's art. Mm-hmm. That said, the picture of the Psy Stalker in the Rift's Butts Edition is one of the worst pictures of all time. <laughs> it's a full suit of armor, but there are three parts of the human body that are most damageable. The head, the feet, and the hands that are completely unarmored. I mean, at least it's not a bikini armor. Oh, God. Yeah, I, you know what? I'll, I'll take that back. I suppose that was that was very male of me to say that. When women have been suffering from She-Ra syndrome... For God knows how long. Yeah. And at least, at least in the new Shira, they changed the outfit a bit to make it more versatile and dynamic and realistic. So bonus there. Yeah. yeah. Good job. The, you know what, though? To be fair, He-Man had a loincloth and that's it. <laughs> True. He-Man was still 100% Boris Vallejo inspiration. So. <laughs> yeah. That may be, you know, I, I hate to tangent and I do it all the time, but okay. I think that's one of the few cases where the woman fantasy model had more armor than the male fantasy model. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely had more clothes than, than Prince yeah. than He-Man. And even Prince Adam was wearing like tights. Yeah. They were <laughs> salmon too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Size stalkers. Size stalker. <laughs> all right. Uh, and NBC is looking at the at the Ultimate Edition. I'm looking at the Butts Edition. We're going to compare and contrast and add this to our OCC walkthroughs. All right. Since we're talking art, I'm going to talk about the art in the Psy Stalker of the Ultimate Edition. That is some beautiful Ramon Perez artwork right there. I think it's Ramon Perez. That's the two crawling down the wall, right? I, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's Ramon Perez. It looks like his style. That is just gorgeous. It looks so much more just evocative of the character class, whereas the one in the Butts edition kind of just looks like, man, it's it's pretty bad. (laughs) Sorry, Kevin. And yeah, and Kevin, believe me, I still love you, man. But, you know, I mean, that was a miss. Yeah. Fucking dragon, Cyclops dragon tattoo on the skull. Come on. This is badass. First difference, I suppose, between the two is uh, mine is an RCC and I believe yours is an OCC. This is a, you know, it's just fascinating because this is a, a misclassification. I think the size stalker is an RCC. I don't understand why they listed it as an OCC. Oh, yeah. They had all, I, I believe, all of the psychic classes as RCCs before because psychic was considered a race. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they moved them back. Yeah, but the concept of an OCC in Palladium tends to be an occupational character class, like something that you can anybody can take with certain limitations. The Psysocker, however, is a race. It's a mutant, yeah. So one point of comparison here is the, the classification in the original is what? RCC? Yeah. Well, here's an OCC. Strange. So the Psystalker, if you were unfamiliar with it, is you want to play a vampire... But you don't want to play a vampire vampire. The Psystalkers are these bald, sleek, 
fast-moving, somewhat feral, psychic vampires. They are used by the Coalition very frequently mm-hmm. because they are considered human mutants. So they're one of the few that the Coalition is like, eh, okay, about letting into their ranks. They are great stalkers, hence the name. Great in the wilderness. Their specialty is hunting out and eating psychics and mages. They are attracted to ISP and PPE, and they are hungry for it. So, again, vampire, but you're not going to get the poofy poet shirt to go with it. <laughs> you will get mega damage armor. You, you will get physical bonuses, all, all that vampire shit, but you don't get hair, and you, you don't get the, the, the froofy frou-frou. Yeah, you, you get a fucking fast badass, actually. Uh, yeah. I'm not quite sure what they get in the butts edition, but in the ultimate edition, they get an extra attack per melee. And they get some crazy leaping powers. Um, same. You get the sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get the sense supernatural beings. Mm-hmm. Get psi bonuses. You're, you are considered a master psionic. Nice. Same here. Uh, you get magic bonuses and with a resistance. Get a horror factor save. That's plus six, which is like really damn good. Yeah, you get uh, plus 10 on uh, SDC, plus one attack per melee, plus 1d6 to ME. 1d6 to physical endurance, and 2d6 to speed. How did that stand up? Psystalkers got a little bit of a buff in Ultimate Edition in that they are master, but they specifically says, Psystalkers only need a roll of six or higher to save versus psionic attack. Fucking A. Yeah. Keep in mind, this stacks with their modifiers. So they have a plus five to save versus mind control. So if you're trying to psychically mind control them, ain't going to happen. <laughs> so they, they still have the, the hunger of the vampire. Yeah. Uh, you, you have to feed. You have to drain psychic potential mm-hmm. each week. Otherwise, you start sickening. You start dying. And it has to be from a psychic. I think they can drain anyone. But remember, normal people only have like 1d6 PPE. You know, they're just not, yeah. not going to be much value there. So psychics and mages are the ones that are going to give you the most nourishment and you got to cut them it involves a cut and a drain and there eventually we were able to figure out certain rules to it but you have to cut them like it specifically is clear on the cut i'm looking for that uh, don't ask me to point it it's, out right it's, now. It's, wasn't prepared. It's not there. <laughs> Mark, it's not there. One of our players is playing a size stalker, and we had a lot of back and forth over exactly how it works. And it took me a lot of looking around and referencing to figure out exactly what the rule there was. And I remember finally piecing it together like, oh, okay. So you have to do the cut, and it has to be, they have to be restrained or something like that. Like you can't yeah. just cut them. In the middle of a melee fight, like, you know, you can't just swing a sword and hurt them and also use that to feed them. It has to be like a ritual thing. Yeah. Now, I might be talking out of my ass here. (laughs) This is something I remember (laughs) looking up and deciding upon. It's been over a year since this, and I don't remember if that we decided upon as a compromise or if how it's actually supposed to work. But GMs, if you are... On the fence on it, I will recommend not letting your size stalkers just drain people in the middle of melee combat. It's a little broken. Yeah. A little broken. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that gets into Elric type shit. Yeah. 
And they ain't got rude swords. Yeah. Beyond that, it's, it's typical vampire stuff. Uh, there's no need for food or water. You, you have uh, six psi powers from the sensitive category. You have a psionic empathy with animals, you know, the, the, the children of the night. It doesn't say anything about rats or bats and, uh, or wolves, but, you know, specifically. It, in fact, in this one, it actually makes it sound more like a Disney princess. Psy <laughs> uh, stalkers automatically have an affinity, uh, an affinity with animals of all kinds. Domesticated animals will always take an immediate liking to a stalker and will do their best to please him. So Cinderella is getting that dress in time for the ball. You get some bonuses. Wild animals, with the exceptions of felines and mutant and alien predators, will react to the Psy stalker as if he was a fellow woodland creature, allowing him to walk among them without fear. Yeah, they have that in this edition as well. Yeah. Birds do not fly away. Animals do not run. Yeah. One correction to what I was saying earlier. You are right. I just saw the line, Matthew. It has Mm. to be psychics, practitioners of magic, or supernatural creatures. Yep. You know how you get those other skills, those secondaries? If you took singing, you could be a bald, vampiric Disney princess in riffs. Now, don't tell me that this isn't the game to unleash your imagination. You can be anything you want. You know what? You don't even have to take it as a secondary skill. Take it as an OCC skill, and you'll get a five oh, percent yeah. bonus on it. <laughs> hell yeah! You'd be a really good singer. I can show you the world. And Disney shuts down the podcast. Sorry about that. Oh, and <laughs> fine. I found the line. So to clarify, to feed without killing, the predator must hunt down a psychic practitioner of magic, creature of magic, or supernatural monster. Physically capture the prey, cut it, and drain all its available PPE points. Oh, yeah, there it is. So that implies yeah. that implies capture, and capture to me means restrained, restrained bound. They are, they are yours. They are captured. Otherwise, the preferred form of nourishment, even among the civilized size stalkers, is to hunt and kill a victim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At the moment of death, all the victim's PPE is doubled and expelled. Other Psy stalkers, young, elderly, or injured, can absorb the energy of the kill from as far as 300 yards meter, 300 yards away. Note, the Psy stalker cannot feed on the PPE of non-psychics. So normal people aren't even a snack. Correct. That's Yeah, if they're doing that, they're just killing. They just like killing. You can absorb ley line energy, but apparently it tastes like drinking motor oil. They are badasses. Yeah. They get the ability to leap 10 foot long, six foot high. I don't remember that until Mark was pointing it out. It's like, yeah, I'm a leaper. Apparently I can do all kind of crazy acrobatics and I don't even have the skill. At least the the civilized one, there's the the civilized one or the CS, the mercenary adventurer in this book. They have two different versions of the size stalker, civilized version and the wild version. They're both badasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're both awesome. In, in a brief note, do you have uh, that the wild size stalkers in your edition are cannibals? Yeah, they have some cannibals. I, I got two. In there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they got some notes on that. Yeah. I'm not really sure what else to say about these guys. They're pretty cool. I, I have something to say on it. At, in, in the, at least for the coalition, the size stalker is normally attached to the dog pack as, as the leader. 
uh, we've talked about the dog pack before the, the dog boys, they are the liaison between human and abhuman, so to speak. They, uh, they, they provide that, that link from the utter feral to the humankind by being hum, humanoform, but utterly feral. And they complement each other very well. Psy yeah. stalkers have some decent stalking abilities, but the dog boy sensitive abilities are much, much more intense. Like they just get all of these natural things involving imprinting and stuff, but they work very well together. Yeah. It should be noted this isn't necessarily an evil creature, especially the the civilized model. Uh what what they're doing is is for at least within the role of their society when viewed through the lens of their society is for the betterment of their society. Now we've already spoken about how the CS is kind of like, you know, is a fascist state and Mm -hmm. what's for the betterment of their society is not necessarily what we consider good. However, as a, a a player character class, if, if you're playing it, remember you are not necessarily going to be seeing yourself as evil or acting in an evil way. Allow me, allow me to rephrase that in a chaotically evil way. You, you, you would be evil according to your goals, I suppose. Or at least as Palladium defines evil alignments, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, I want to start adapting the recon alignments, though. <laughs> the more I've heard about them, the more I love them. You like those? Yeah. yeah. I think they work so much better. <laughs> I love well, Palladium's alignment system in comparison to Dungeons & Dragons. It's a place where they shine. Yeah. There's many places where yeah. it shines, but that's a, a conversation for another day. In Agreed. fact, we should yeah. do that. Let's add that to the list. Places that Palladium su- shines. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, instead of having the god has a bajillion hit points, it's like, no, he's just got, you know, two, 200 mega damage. Well, and his pinky. Like, and the gods in Palladium are pretty fucking brutal. What was that? It was that uh, mechanoids. How much SDC yeah. did that spaceship have? Like six billion or something? Well, you know, first game. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> he was a kid. He made mistakes. How long would it take with a Wilkes laser gun <laughs> to cut through that hole? Well, it depends if you found a, a plug to plug it in and recharge it. And as we just discussed, that could be an adventure in and of itself. Yeah. 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 Those compatibilities. Gotta get it right adapter. <laughs> I guarantee you it's not gonna work with mechanoid stuff. Uh. No. <laughs> All right, our friends. Thank you for tuning in. That was the Psy Stalker. If you've played a Psy Stalker or have some memorable, memorable story you'd like to you'd like to share, we'd love to hear more about it. You can find NPC and myself over on our Discord channel. That's uh Breakfast Puppies. Mm-hmm. We'd love to see you there. Uh most of the the guests of our various podcasts are are there. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to read more about other options for the Science Stalker, um, listen to us for a few more years when we eventually get to World Books 13 and 23. Uh, <laughs> and I think there might be some of the Canada book, too. So the vampires are Canadian? No. Um, maybe. Yeah they've, yeah. they've got some up there. Yeah. 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 I totally. knew it. I knew they were hiding something. Manitoba and uh, other stuff. I think I just said that wrong. I don't know. No, you, you, that's, that's Manitoba. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. Okay, as Matthew was saying, join us online, engage us in a conversation. We love having people drop into our Discord channel and chatting us up about Palladium things or whatever else. 
ooh, this is the internet. Let's not say whatever else. Let's let's just keep it to palladium things for now. Okay, I'm on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard it here, palladium. <laughs> keep, <laughs> keep it palladium, kids. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Good night. You've been listening to The Glitter Boys, a Palladium Books fan podcast. Glitter Boys, Rifts, the Megaverse, and all other such topics are the property of Kevin Sambita and Palladium Books. Please buy all their stuff and help keep them in print and making more games. You can order directly at palladiumbooks.com, and their entire catalog is available digitally at DriveThruRPG as well. Our opening music is 8-Bit Bass and Lead by Furby Guy from freesound.org. This closing music is Caravana by Philip Gross, available at freemusicarchive.org. All sound effects used are self-made or acquired via Creative Commons Zero License. If you like what you have heard, find us on Twitter and Facebook as The Glitter Boys. That's B-O-I-S. And check us out online at breakfastpuppies.com slash glitterboys. And also join us on the Breakfast Puppies Network Discord at breakfastpuppies.com slash discord. And if you want to help us out, please spread the word and help us build a community. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time.